Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the College of Life podcast. This is episode five, and I am super, super excited to be bringing today's episode. It's a bit more of an unconventional episode, something that you're not really used to in this series so far, but uh, I definitely think it's going to be one of the better episodes that we've made to this day, and I, I really can't wait to get into it. That being said, uh, I do feel like I need to drop something at the beginning of this episode just so uh, nothing gets taken out of context or nothing serious goes wrong. Um, I do want to say that while in this episode we're going to be talking about why you should break rules and why you should do all the things that people tell you you shouldn't do, uh, I do want to throw in that you should not do anything that's going to get you or anybody else hurt in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I, I really disagree with that 100% wholeheartedly. So whatever decisions you make after listening to this podcast, make sure they're really well-educated, thought-out decisions, and you've, you've really planned out what might go wrong, and you're ready for those consequences. That being said, let's go ahead and dive into why you should do some of the wrong things. So just to give you some background here, I figured I'd throw in some of my personal stories uh, from high school, teenage life, and really kind of just touch on some of the crazy things that I've done without going into too much detail, uh, just so you know kind of what I've talk I'm talking about. The stuff that I'm talking about in this episode isn't like going on a bank robbing spree or uh, running out of the country for a month and hiding away. Don't do don't do that crazy stuff. The kind of stuff that I'm talking about is uh, like the night that I broke into my high school and roamed around the the campus and through the building. That was one of the best memories that I ever have. Uh, a bunch of my friends and I got together. We played spike ball uh, outside the high school uh, in the in the little field area right outside of it, and then decided, you know what, all right, screw it, we're, we're also going to go into the high school tonight, because why not? Um, and that was that was one of the best, you know, memories that I have to this day, uh, just roaming throughout that building, knowing we were doing something that we weren't supposed to, but also that we're probably not going to get caught. Um, I've also shot powder cannons all over people's houses and yards, and now this one's really, really innocent, but it's also super fun. Uh, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, Walmart sells like these two foot long powder cannons and also confetti cannons for like four or five dollars a piece. If you just go one night and spend like 30 bucks on some powder cannons and confetti cannons, you have a crap ton of fun going around town and shooting those off wherever you can. Okay. Um, the one thing that I am going to say is do not shoot powder cannons onto people's cars. And, uh, yeah, I definitely, I learned that from personal experience that, that that green powder really doesn't come off if you shoot it onto a, a car. So houses, yards, trees, mailboxes, okay? Stuff like that is innocent. It's fine. It washes away uh, and whatever. <laughs> um, if you're going to hit a mailbox, don't do it inside the mailbox while there's mail in it. Uh, that's, that's also a mistake that I've made. But uh, the point is you, you kind of have to do these things and uh, make these mistakes to be able to figure out, you know, your boundaries and what you can and cannot do and how to do stuff the right way that's still fun. I've also done plenty of partying, you know, uh, telling your parents you're going somewhere and then going somewhere else to hit up some crazy party, uh, you know, letting loose at the party, doing this and that, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, I, I've, you know, I've been to plenty of parties, so that's that's really uh, the easiest way to break rules as a teenager, if that makes sense. You know, like, 
Jim Bob's throwing a party this Saturday. Are you coming? You should say yes. I mean, I personally think you should say yes. As long as you can go with people that are going to keep you comfortable and you're going to be around people that are going to keep you comfortable, um, you should go to these parties and you should experience these things. Uh, the biggest thing is that you don't want to step too far out of your comfort zone. You want to be able to take one or two steps out of your comfort zone every night or uh, one night a week, whatever it is. But you don't want to try and leap 10 steps outside. You don't want to take a jump outside your comfort zone because uh, that's when you have a bad experience and stuff goes a little wrong. But as long as you can do something that you think you're going to be okay with, I think you should do it. Because some of the best stories in life really start when you do something that you're not supposed to. And I truly believe in that. Like some of the best memories that I have uh, from being in high school and college literally come from making a decision that we were going to do something that we knew might be a bad idea but ended up turning out to be an incredible story and an incredible memory. Um, it's just it's just one of those things where having that little bit of added excitement really changes the entire environment. And uh, knowing that literally anything could happen and you're not sure what's going to happen in the next two hours is, is really exciting and extremely fun. Uh, one of my biggest quotes that uh, I've lived by for, you know, the past year or two um, I remember the night that I, uh, that I made it actually, uh, I just thought of, I just thought up this as I was walking out of my house. Um, I was going to my friend's apartment to party for the weekend. I told my mom that that's what I was going to do. And, uh, she says, you know, don't be dumb. Don't make any mistakes. Have fun. And I, I as I was walking out, I say, mom, I don't make mistakes. I make memories. And to be honest, I really still truly believe in that. I don't make mistakes. I make memories. As long as you are considerate enough to plan out a little bit what might happen and what could go wrong, and you're accepting, you're accepting of those consequences, you're not going to make mistakes. What you're going to have is a bunch of memories. Uh, and the more stuff you do like that, the more memories you make, the more memories you have, you'll have a lot more fun in life, I promise. So I think you should make those memories, you should do what makes you happy, and you should have no regrets, okay? Those are possibly the three biggest things in life uh, for me, and I feel like they should be the three biggest life, uh, the three biggest things in life, sorry, for the majority of teenagers out there, because you're only going to get to be a teenager once, um, unless you happen to make it to 113, and in that case, congratulations, but I really doubt that you're going to be going out and partying that much at 113. But I think you should do your best to make those memories. You know, you've only got like seven years in this let loose have fun range. Um, you should you should really try to make those memories on a weekly basis. Do something that you're, you're going to remember down the line and look back at and go, oh yeah, that was a great time. Uh, do what makes you happy. So whatever that is, this kind of this one kind of spans throughout all of life, not just being a teenager. You should do what makes you happy. Um, life is really too short to spend your time being trapped somewhere that doesn't make you happy in the way that you want to be. So once you find something that makes you happy or someone that makes you happy, whatever it is, you should really focus on doing that and just consistently being as happy as you can. And you should have no regrets, okay? One of the biggest mistakes in life is having regrets. And one of the biggest mistakes as a teenager is to regret not going out that night or not going to that party or not doing that fun thing. Because once that opportunity passes, you're not going to get it again, if that makes sense. So once you say no to that party and then you didn't go on Saturday and turns out it was one of the craziest nights ever uh, and everybody had a phenomenal time, nobody got in trouble, everything went smoothly, 
uh, and you said no to that, and then you regret not going, that's past. Okay? So I feel like you should do your best to not have regrets. You know, take that one or two steps outside of your comfort zone consistently. Not only is this going to grow you tremendously as a person, but it's going to ensure that you also make some really, really good memories and you have a really, really good time throughout all of life if you just try and take one or two steps out of your comfort zone when people ask. All right. So as you know, in this podcast, we're all about statistics and the true science behind every single topic that we talk about. So you can just look at it from a factual point of view. What I got for you today is something kind of special and kind of important. Rule breaking is actually directly correlated with success in the real world. Okay? And I know that might make very little sense at first, but I'm going to go into explaining it the best I can, so just stick with me. The basis of this is a 40-year study published by Developmental Psychology, okay, in which 19, in 1968, they studied a whole bunch of 12-year-old students across the nation, a whole bunch of 12-year-old students, and then they checked in 40 years later in 2008 when those students were 52, all right? The students who were described as more studious or proper or, you know, those rule-following students, uh as described by their teachers, they had the more prestigious jobs, all right? They were the stuff common, more commonly, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, stuff like that, uh, where you go to college, you get the degree, and then you get the job. However, the students that were more commonly described as rule breakers had the highest paying jobs. Okay, so on average, those 12-year-old kids that were being rule breakers and not doing every single thing that they were told to do they had a higher paying salary uh, than those more prestigious, studious students. So believe it or not, it almost benefits you in a way to test your limits, to break the rules, to bend society, and really just step out of your comfort zone consistently. Like I was saying, that's going to grow you as a person. These 12-year-olds that didn't just go with the flow and didn't just do what they were told, that questioned this and questioned that and wanted to know why, uh, they ended up with the higher-paying jobs. And that again, this was a 40-year study by developmental psychology. This isn't just a joke. As well, high school valedictorians were highly unlikely to become the best-paid people in their class, and that's from the Illinois Valedictorian Project. So, you know, valedictorians in Illinois were highly unlikely to become the best paid people in their class when they did this study. I mean, in a way, that makes sense to me. I really think that some of the most successful people and some of the people that are going to get the highest paying jobs and fight for what they want the most are the same people that are going to fight for, you know, breaking the rules and they're going to test their limits and try and have the best experiences. I really believe that. I feel like, you know, nine out of ten times at least, whoever that valedictorian is, is a lot more likely to follow the rules. They're a lot more likely to go get their eight years of college, get their degree, and then go get into the job that they, you know, the first job that they get offered or whatever. They're going to have that set salary. They're not going to try to negotiate it, and they're going to stay there for 10, 15, maybe 20 years because that's what they've been told to do. While this might be great, and you know, there's definitely nothing wrong with that, they're going to be pretty successful and they're going to be set up for the rest of their life. That's awesome. Their counterparts that, cre- that question the rules more and that you know, 
compete for raises and that try to negotiate their salaries, the ones that leave a job because they don't get paid enough to chase another job, uh, the ones that question how everything works and why, those people end up getting paid more. So if you're really into, you know, getting a higher salary, doing what you want for a living, uh, and chasing the kind of position that you really feel you fit into, it might be more suited for you to be a rule breaker in a way. This world, the world that we live in, is set up to propagate normality and averageness, okay? It consistently wants people to uh, fall into the formality, and it wants people to do what everybody else is doing and just go down the line. It wants you to go to school, it wants you to go to college, and then it wants you to get a good job and stay there for 40 years, 50 years, constantly putting your money into a retirement fund until you retire. That's what it wants you to do. But at the same time, and anybody that's found success or is extremely wealthy or even slightly wealthy, anybody in that position knows that this world rewards risk and defiance above all else. If you question why things are done, and if you take those calculated risks on a consistent basis, I guarantee, I guarantee you are much more likely to have more money, be more successful in your eyes, and end up being in a position that you want to be in than those people that just fall in line and go down the line and do exactly what they're told to do. Again, there is nothing wrong with you know going through high school, getting a, getting a high school degree, and then going to college, getting a college degree, and then put, putting some work in at your job for 40, 50 years, whatever, and being happy. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. What I am saying is that if you want to chase success and you want to chase financial freedom and personal freedom, the stuff that you need to do is not that. The stuff that you need to do is take risks, break rules, be a little defiant, and chase the stuff that makes you happy. The easiest way to learn this is to break those rules at a young age. Okay, so not only are you going to make better memories as a teenager if you break rules consistently and have a little bit more fun, but you're also going to learn those habits of questioning the world and taking it into your eyes, if you know what I mean by that. So breaking rules at a young age is a big advantage that I really, really would never question any teenager for doing. Not only are the punishments less, but the thrill is greater, okay? You walk onto somebody's property in the middle of the night as a 16, 17-year-old uh, and get caught and go to jail, you're probably going to get out the next day. No big deal. You walk onto somebody else's property as a 22, 23-year-old in the middle of the night, they are completely welcome to press charges on you, do whatever, and who knows, you know, you might not be getting out the next day. You might be there for a little while. So take advantage of these you know, take advantage of these opportunities while you still can. If you're caught out drinking one night, I don't ever recommend that. I think that's terrible, okay? But uh, I vividly remember one time uh, I was stopped by multiple officers, me and a whole bunch of my friends. I think only one of us was sober, and uh, we weren't we weren't driving or anything, don't get me wrong, but we were stopped by a whole bunch of cops. Um, I was 17 at the time, I think the majority of people were 17. There were a few 16-year-olds. Um, and, you know, it was a big, long conversation. It was about an hour-and-a-half conversation. 
them telling us that they could have taken us to jail that night, uh, that they could have arrested us on site, that all of us should be, you know, getting our licenses revoked and everything, uh, until about an hour and a half later, they had us call one of our parents and then they came and got us. So, you know, that same situation when I'm 19, 20, I don't know if we get away with that, right? Because we're adults. Uh, and we should, quote unquote, know better, even though I know better as a teenager uh, at 17 and I still know better as an adult at 18 or 19. You're kind of looked at differently by society. Nobody would those cops, I swear to this day, did not want to take us in the slightest bit. Right. Because then they would have if they wanted to, they would have done it. But they you know, they've been in our boots. They know where we they know where we sat. And the last thing that they wanted to do was take in a whole bunch of 16 and 17 year olds. But that being said, you know, I'm not sure that they feel the same way if we're 18 or 19. Another thing that I also feel is important to note on this rule-breaking episode is that being contained and not letting loose over a long period of time can cause what I want to call an extreme freedom chase later down the line. So those teenagers and those kids that you see are constantly put in a bubble uh, by their parents and not allowed to stretch out into the world and do what they want to do. Those people are really, really at risk of, you know, when they go to college, when they go to the real world and they get the the littlest bit of freedom, they're really prone to doing an extreme freedom chase, which is just taking four, five, six years of wanting to let loose and putting it into three or four months. And honestly, that is super dangerous, okay? When you let loose as hard as some of those people do, there's a good chance that somebody's going to get hurt. I think that if you're a parent or a big brother or a big sister or just anybody that could be in charge of a younger kid and they want to go out, they want to have fun, they want to do stuff, the best thing that you can do in your position is to communicate, all right? You can't stop them from doing what they want to do because they're going to find a way to do it whether or not you let them. And honestly, it's a lot easier, a lot easier if you just communicate with them, make sure they're doing it you know, responsibly, make sure that they're being safe, and you offer them an easy route, okay? If you tell them that they're not allowed to go to that party tonight, that they're not allowed to go hang out with their friends, they're not going to leave the house by 7 p.m. and make it there safely. They're going to leave the house at 1 a.m., all right? They're going to go party for three hours till 4 a.m., and then they're going to have to find a way to get back to the house by 5 or 6 a.m., you know, before anybody wakes up. That right there is extremely dangerous. Why would you do that when you can just tell them, you know, to be responsible, be safe, text them when you get there, uh, you can have them come back home at a decent time, or just stay the night there, whatever it is, you're going to be putting them in a much safer position if you go about it the right way instead of just flat out saying no. Because at the end of the day, you're not only going to be depriving them of those teenage experiences that are super important uh, to make memories and have fun, you're also going to be putting them in a less safe position. Because if they try to go about it on their own uh, and you know take it into their own hands, chances are they're willing to push the boundaries a lot more than you are. So any teenagers or college kids out there listening to this episode wondering if you should do that thing that you want to do or thinking if it's a good idea, in my full opinion, which is, you know, completely unreliable and 100% just me, I think that you should do it. 
I really do. From everything that I've experienced as a teenager and as a college student, I think one of the best things you can do in life is take those risks, you know, break those rules, and not listen when people tell you to listen. The best way to learn something in life, whatever it is, is through experience. Okay, especially as a teenager, there's a huge difference be between being told about something and actually experiencing it. I can be told a million times what it's going to feel like if I continue drinking and then don't have any water at the end of the night. I can be told a million times what that hangover is going to feel like, but I'm never going to really know until I continue drinking and then don't rehydrate at the end of the night and wake up the next morning. Then I'm going to understand what they mean, and then I'll believe it. I feel like that rings true with at least 90% of teenagers out there. So if you're being told something and you question it and you don't understand why or how, maybe you test it, you know? Take that little leap, take that little step out of your comfort zone, whatever it is, push your limits, have a little bit of fun. The only things that I have to say before we wrap up this episode is that you also need to be responsible, okay? You do have a responsibility to keep yourself and others safe. This also means that you need to be smart. Whatever it is you're doing, make sure that you've really thought about it, at least a little bit. You understand what the consequences are, and you're okay with the, pos the possibility of those consequences occurring. Because whether or not you think you're invincible or sneaky, the real world is out there. And if something goes wrong, real consequences could occur. That being said, you need to be safe. Okay, so whatever risks you take, whatever rules you break, don't do anything that's going to get you hurt. Don't do anything that's going to get anybody else hurt. I mean, come on. Just push your limits with a respectful boundary, all right? Now that I've gone over all that, go out there, seriously, be a little bit crazy, okay? Do that thing that you didn't think you could do yesterday because one of the best feelings in life is accomplishing or doing something that you didn't think you were capable of a day or two days ago. And while it might seem extremely risky and crazy to yourself at the moment, I promise you that you are capable of a lot more than you think. Going out, pushing your boundaries, taking risks, breaking rules, those are all staples of being a teenager. If you miss out on your moments as a teenager to take advantage of those, when you're 25, 26, you're not going to have the same opportunities. So seriously... Whatever it is you feel like you need to go out or you want to go out and do, don't live with any regrets, all right? If you feel there's even the slightest bit of chance that you can conquer it, you can have fun doing it, I really think you should do it. I think you should be a little bit crazy. I think you should have quite a bit of fun, and I think you should make as many memories as you can. You're only going to be a teenager once. You're only going to have these opportunities once, and you should take advantage of them all the time. Find yourself a good group of friends conquer the world as a teenager, and make as many memories as you can seriously. This has been the College of Life podcast. Thank you all for listening. This has been the episode where I totally don't try to convince you to break the rules all the time, right? My name's Joseph. Uh, so glad you guys could listen. Tune in next Tuesday for the next episode. I'll be talking about something else just as important. And until then, guys, see ya.